Castles were cold places in times past. The stone seemed to radiate the winter chill. This is one practical reason why tapestries were hung upon castle walls, to help keep the cold out and the warmth in. But you just can't hang any old thing on castle walls. It should be beautiful, heroic, with a heavy wow factor. The ancient Greeks hung tapestries on the walls of their castle of the sky. Glorious tapestries woven of stars. All 48 constellations of the Northern Hemisphere were designed and named by the Greeks. The story of Andromeda is one such tapestry. Woven of seven constellations spread across the entire autumn sky, the story contains detailed astronomical observations preserved as highlights in the sky tapestry. It begins with the constellation Cassiopeia, queen of the oldest realm in Africa, Ethiopia. When the constellation Cassiopeia is on the horizon, it looks like a staircase going up to the Milky Way. Step pyramids around the world are often thought to have been inspired by the constellation Cassiopeia. In any case, Cassiopeia is a beautiful constellation, indicating that Queen Cassiopeia was also a beautiful woman. She was good-looking, but equally vain, which sets off all the dramatic action. Cassiopeia can be found in the night sky opposite Ursa Major from the North Star. Like Ursa Major, Cassiopeia circles the North Star and is a circumpolar constellation. A supernova was observed in Cassiopeia around 1680 Earth time. Cassiopeia A having occurred about 11,000 years earlier. The Chandra X-ray satellite recently recorded an extraordinary photograph of this supernova remnant showing the elements sulfur, calcium, silicon, and iron amid the expanding cloud's high-intensity X-rays. Cassiopeia's husband is also a circumpolar constellation, a minor, dim one named Cepheus. He had his own kingdom. A merger of empires by way of marriage is something common throughout history. Cepheus was a king of Phoenicia. There were many kings of Phoenicia back in the days when Phoenicia was just a collection of city-states along the western shore of the Mediterranean Sea. Cepheus can be found in the area between Cassiopeia and the North Star. The constellation of Cepheus is important to astronomers. It's where Henrietta Swan Leavitt discovered variable stars that pulsed at regular intervals. The rate of pulsation of the star indicates the true brightness of the star and enables a sure measurement of the distance to the star. The discovery of Cepheid variable stars was a major breakthrough for early 20th century astronomy. Cepheus and Cassiopeia had a daughter, Andromeda, also a noted beauty, about whom all the fuss is. It seems that one day, Cassiopeia was boasting about the beauty of her and her daughter Andromeda. We are more beautiful than any other women in the whole wide world. Well, such pretension can be forgiven for a queen. But then, Cassiopeia went further and stepped beyond all natural bounds. In fact, we are more beautiful than any of the Nereids. Well, the Nereids were Greek mythological sea nymphs, daughters of the ocean. Noted for their beauty and kindness to sailors, the Nereids, all 50 of them, took offense at being diminished, dissed, by a mere mortal woman. Cassiopeia had to be punished for exceeding the bounds of the civil order. By her excessive vanity, Cassiopeia transgressed beyond the bounds of nature, for which an unnatural punishment was inflicted upon the entire kingdom of Ethiopia. A monster from the bottom of the ocean, the constellation Cetus, 
began to devastate the coastal villages of Ethiopia, as well as Ethiopia's fishing ships. Fittingly, Cetus is a constellation of the southern celestial hemisphere. The fourth largest by area of all the constellations, Cetus swims in a dark part of the sky called the ocean, with only its head rising above the celestial equator. This part of the sky contains several water-themed constellations – Pisces, the fishes, Aquarius, the water-bearer, and Eridanus, the river. Over 50 exoplanets have been discovered in Cetus. You can bet the James Webb Space Telescope will have a field day analyzing the spectra of these planets' atmospheres, looking for signs of life. Meanwhile, Queen Cassiopeia and King Cepheus must do something about the monster devastating the shores of Ethiopia. They consult an oracle and make another trespass beyond the realm of reason and nature. Tell us, oracle, what can we do to stop the monster from ravaging our kingdom? This monster is not a normal affliction of nature. An offense was committed against the higher realms, and this is the punishment. The monster cannot be stopped by any normal means. Only a human sacrifice of the noblest being may placate the beast. One error compounds another. The noblest person in the kingdom, of course, is Princess Andromeda. According to the command of her father and the consent, or perhaps a suggestion of her mother, Andromeda is chained to a rock offshore. She is the human sacrifice that her parents hope will save the kingdom. Wow. Da -da -da -da. Here comes the Greek hero to save the day, stop the human sacrifice, and turn Cetus to stone. Perseus. Now, where is Perseus coming from? According to legend, the Hebrides. Perseus went to the Hebrides in pursuit of the Gorgon Medusa. The geological scope of this tapestry is incredible, from the Hebrides to the Red Sea. The Hebrides are an archipelago of mostly rocky islands off the western coast of Scotland. It was impossible to sail any further. The Hebrides were the absolute end of the world. Perseus didn't have to sail to the Hebrides. However, he flew on a pair of winged sandals. Hey, way to go, Perseus! Now, Medusa was one of the all-time baddies. One look at Medusa was so terrifying it would petrify you, literally turn you to stone. Perseus was in great danger. So, what did our hero do? Instead of looking at Medusa, Perseus used the scientific principle of reflection. He slew Medusa by seeing her reflected in his polished shield. In our sky tapestry, Perseus is portrayed holding up the severed head of Medusa. In the night sky, one eye in Medusa's head opens and closes and opens again. Arabic astronomers named the star Algol, the ghoul. Algol is an eclipsing double star. One star is bright, the other one, not that much. As the dimmer star orbits the bright star, it passes in front of the bright star, eclipsing it, and the eye closes. Since the dim star takes 2 days, 20 hours, and 49 minutes to orbit the bright star, the eye in Medusa's head opens every day and a half or so. The constellation of Perseus is immediately below Cassiopeia, and sky watchers quickly look to see if Algol is eclipsed, if Medusa's eye is open or closed. Perseus flew back from the Hebrides, accompanied by Pegasus, the winged horse. The central part of Pegasus is the Great Square, made up of four stars. As Earth goes around the Sun, the Great Square is right in the center of the night sky in autumn. In the summer, the summer triangle of Vega, Deneb, and Altair are in the middle of the night sky. In spring, it's Leo the Lion, and in winter, it's Orion the Hunter. 
These are the walls of the castle in the sky, and all have marvelous tapestries adorning them. The constellation of Andromeda shares a star named Alpharetz with Pegasus. It's one of the corners of the Great Square, so it appears Andromeda may be riding on Pegasus. Her crown, remember she is a princess, is floating nearby. M31, the Andromeda Galaxy. To see M31, cross the corners of the Great Square from the lowest star to the uppermost star, and then go a little further to see the Andromeda Galaxy. Be sure to peek at it from the corner of your eyes. It's called averted vision. The corners of your eyes are more sensitive to light, so you'll be able to see the huge spiral galaxy 2.5 million light-years away as a smudge of light, one and a half times wider than the full moon. Now, Perseus doesn't go in for human sacrifice, so he stops it and saves Andromeda by exposing Cetus to Medusa's gaze. And here we encounter the second eclipsing variable in our sky tapestry, Mira, the heart star of Cetus, the sea monster. Mira, from which we get the English word mirror, so fitting in a story about vain beauty, is an eclipsing double star. The dim star orbiting the bright star is a white dwarf, not bright enough to see with the unaided eye. The effect is that Cetus's heart shuts off. Mira is eclipsed and disappears. This cycle repeats itself every 332 days. Our fabulous star tapestry has the only two eclipsing binary stars visible to unaided eyes, the nearest spiral galaxy, and a hero that doesn't like human sacrifice and uses the scientific principle of reflection to thwart mythological monsters. Wow, I would hang that in my castle too. Just saying.